there, I'm Kelsey from Kaleido Collection and you've tuned in to KaleidoCast. Thanks a bunch for that. Grab a cuppa or something stronger and sit down with us as we chit chat to the lady legends we have met on this small biz journey so far as they share their captivating and inspirational tales of mum biz lady life. Let's get into it. Hello. Hi. 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 How are you? Good. How are you? Hi. How are you? today's episode we are so thrilled to finally welcome Ellen from the much-loved Aussie brand The Somewhere Co. We have been patiently waiting to get to chat to this very busy boss lady since last year but no it will undoubtedly be well worth the wait. We are so looking forward to getting to know the fabulous female behind the brand that gives us beautifully bright and functional products for our home, our work, babies and play. So a big Kaleido welcome to you Ellen. Hello. Thank you. Sorry, you have been <laughs> waiting very patiently for me, but I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> you are here and we are super, super thrilled. I'm excited. <laughs> so, Ellen, to kick things off, we know, obviously, you're an amazing boss lady, but what did you aspire to be when you were growing up? Ooh, that is interesting. Um, I think I always wanted to be a graphic designer. I in high school and primary school, loved art, always loved art, um, and luckily had a beautiful grandma encouraging my artistic skills. Um, so, yeah, graphic design was kind of where I was heading and advertising, graphic design and advertising. And so when I finished school, um, I went to uni. Uh, what did I, go? I went straight into advertising and comms and then realised, oh, there's no creative uh, path here. Uh, really good at the strategic side but yeah there's there's no design so I went and shifted over to a design degree and finished design there so kind of where I ended up is where I always wanted to be so a designer yes that's amazing it completely fits with what you're doing at the moment so that has worked brilliantly was your grandma you mentioned your grandma was she crafty or creative oh yes Uh uh-huh yeah totally the the craftiest lady definitely got it from her (laughs) um you know, I used to have a whole crafting office um, in my old place, basically just mimicked off her. She used to do a lot of painting and other random bits and pieces of crafting. So yeah, definitely got that talent from her. Oh, that is amazing. How good is grandma? <laughs> Love grandma. <laughs> they are the best. Uh, so you are an actual superwoman because before Somewhere Co, you managed two brands and brought them together. So can you take us through the process of your first two brands, please? Yes. Oh gosh. Yes. (laughs) I would say it wasn't just me, but yeah, that was um, epic having two brands. So I started Blushing Confetti, I think it could be eight years ago now. I've lost track, um, which was originally started as wedding stationery. And then um, that moved more into greeting cards and prints. And I started wholesaling those. And that was a bit of a wild time. I loved my brides, um, but loved, loved the tangible product and wholesaling to beautiful stores. Like that, that's how I began. And we obviously still have that um, as a huge part of our business now. And um, fast forward, we started doing different products, different lifestyle products and um, Livy and Harry 
uh, I met my partner and um, he wanted to bring in baby bags into the mix. And at first I was like, I do not have time for this, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm good. We're washing. And then um, eventually, yeah, uh, said yes and um, decided to do Living Harriet's baby bags. So went on a bit of a journey with that as that's a completely different product to what I was used to and blushified that brand um almost kicked him out and I was like let me do my thing um and yeah so we started doing change mats and products that really were were merging in with what blushing was doing so that point we had um a team of two or three people and we were trying to do the same thing for two brands the same system across um but doubled I guess everything doubled and that was super tricky so um yeah, eventually we decided we needed to merge and rebrand and make sure things made more sense. And we've been on the back burner for a while. Um, and then during COVID, we decided let's let's go. We've got some time. And yeah, here we are. <laughs> and I think you say during COVID, we had some time, but by the looks of it, you guys um, did more than just rebrand. You opened a store, <laughs> you moved, you got another warehouse. Like there was so much going on. Uh, <laughs> you obviously oh like been very busy. Yeah, I kind of just was on fire. I don't know. <laughs> COVID, I think, really gave me a shake up. Um, I didn't, I wasn't ever fearful during that time I was just more like in there was one week and I've gone holy crap I don't know exactly what this means but how do I make sure that I still keep my team because it was never ever an option um for us to ever you know let anyone go or um anything like that so I was like how do I make this work and um yeah I don't know I literally walked away from that week mapped out a business plan, just was on fire. And um, instead of being like, how do we just get through? I was like, how many people do we need to hire to make this really work? And I know that sounds so strange. I was like, COVID hit. Okay, who do we need to hire? Yeah, that's, that's incredible. what happened. Um, yeah, it was kind of brought about a clarity for me. But if anyone knows me, I perform best under pressure. So in a pressure cooker, that is where I thrive. Um, I know that that isn't always the greatest, but yeah, it kind of really makes me make really uh, big decisions that, you know, I do weigh up risks. It's not like I just go out and like this. <laughs> We're um, doing this now. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, the brand, had, as it had been on the back burner, was um, already on the way. So it kind of just made sense. We had the time to roll it out, but then yeah, everyone met the brand unexpectedly. Um, it just kind of clicked and made sense. I think for everyone, like our existing customers. Um, and yeah, so we, from there, we're just trying to struggle to bring enough stock in, make sure everything we were currently doing um, was working and then wholesale obviously stopped for a little bit because our stores had to unfortunately close and try get on their own online platforms um, and then we crazily decided to open a store in October um, or maybe even September I think we were thinking about it but we opened officially in November uh, in the middle of well ending 
of that really scary period, lockdown period. But yeah, we so we opened the store. So what's happening? We <laughs> all had a kinds lot of, of crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's all a bit of a blur. It's a bit of a roller coaster. Yes. But, um, we came out, you know, I think in a really good position with beautiful team members, um, and just with a greater purpose. So yeah, yeah, very excited during that time of the brand and now even more so. But yeah, that was an exciting wild time. Yes, the rebrand was amazing. I just like, I absolutely loved everything that you did with it. The marketing, the story behind it, everything just clicked so well, like you said. And it's, yeah, it's really nice to be able to get both of Libby and Harry and Blush and Confetti in our stores as a, you know, a, a like a, like one one now yeah yeah. and it's it's yeah yeah, it's fabulous so you guys have yeah done an absolutely brilliant job and we love it um so where did the name uh, my pleasure where did the name inspiration come from firstly with blushing confetti because that's a bit of an interesting one um and then and then moving on to the somewhere coat yeah so blushing confetti um was me just brainstorming because it was for wedding stationery it was kind of blushing bride and I am a bit of fun. So I love confetti and yeah. So I was just brainstorming a lot of different names and merged those two. So that that's where that came from. More like fun bride words, mm-hmm. uh, wedding <laughs> words. And um, the Sunway Co really was a natural progression into that name. Um, we'd built the product range up to, you know, having our lunch bags and um, pram liners and change mats and reusable bags and everything we were starting to bring out and picnic rugs was you going outside. So, or also you going somewhere in your journey. So what we picked up was we had the same customer of Blushing Confetti and Livy and Harry um, but they were just at different stages of their lives. So obviously the um, new mum was coming in, not really interested in stationery or even a lunch bag, but definitely a change mat. So but same demographic, just different stage. So we kind of had these two pillars, for lack of a better word, um, of products that were you're going outside with and then also products that were progressing you in different life stages um, including, you know, gratitude journals and diaries for organisation and um, other products we've actually got coming up. Um, Ooh, I'm so but, excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very excited about what's coming up. Oh my um, gosh. But, yeah, so basically you're going somewhere in life and also in our team a lot of these discussions, they're, they're natural discussions that we have and uh, we're very open and very talking a lot of um, conversations around personal growth. So. Yeah, it was more the whole going places vibe and then um, then we landed with the Sunway Co. So, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it wasn't overnight. It definitely has been a, um, you know, just very much brainstorming and figuring out exactly our vision and our why and all that. So then we didn't really try too many other names. It was like one other name, um, but that was it kind of yeah it's perfect it is perfect it fits perfectly everything you've described and the videos you've done and like it's just it is really brilliant I like yeah I love the change uh so tell me about um your cats why do you love cats so much convince the dog people oh my god Oh gosh, I feel like I am going to divide. People will be like, oh, we don't like that Ellen girl. 
um no I do like dogs I just love cats more um yeah no I've had my beautiful cats for they're like 11 or 12 now um one is Leonese and one is Tabby a Tabby um Leia and Tiger Uh um Princess Leia of Star Wars also because she's Leonese um (laughs) she is a princess though um no they're just so cuddly my cats are beautiful very cuddly they have chats to me all the time like I I am a crazy cat lady um no also growing up um we did have a dog but I was just never a dog person I'm more a cat snuggly person so I don't know I don't know dogs are cute and all but cats just Cats have got so it for easy. you. <laughs> yeah, you can go away. Um, you don't have to walk them every day. Like that's a high level of commitment. Um, <laughs> I just have to give love to my cats. No, and that's them. right. <laughs> I have one of both. So we're um, evenly divided in our household. <laughs> what do you prefer? Uh, I, I don't think I have a preference because like you said, I love my cat. I used to be allergic to cats. So how oh. I have a cat now, I don't know. It's just. You know how cats just seem to find you? This, like, our yes. cat is a stray oh, yes. and he just found us and now I'm not allergic to him. So I'm like, obviously, you are the cat for me. <laughs> oh, um, I love that. So he's lovely. Um, and then uh, we have our dog, but they, you know, serve different purposes. Our dog is the outside animal. We do the beach and all that with him. And the cat, he's not super snuggly, but um, so he's not like your cat, yeah. which are nice and snuggly, but he kind of just rules the show. That's his thing. Yes, there's definitely <laughs> a lot of sassy cats that yes. do not want cuddles. That's they do right. not want to be pat when they don't want to be pat. No. Uh, no, I can't. They can't get enough of the uh, cuddles. So. <laughs> That's Sometimes so I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Personal space. <laughs> we have goats and chickens and ducks as well. So there's a lot going yeah. on in our house. <laughs> yes, you have all the animals. Yes. We need more though. Everyone needs more, I think. <laughs> so between all the hustling are you able to fill your cup besides with cat snuggles what kind of activities or hobbies do you get to enjoy when you are not at work yeah um well pre-covid it was definitely traveling um overseas Mm -hmm. I love travel that that's definitely something that I make sure that I make time for in life um you know I just feel like you learn a lot about yourself and the world when you're going experiencing new people and cultures. Uh, I actually lived overseas twice. Um, I go to our trade shows all the time over in the US. Well, used to. So hopefully I can get back and doing that soon. And I normally travel around when I'm um, over there. But yeah, traveling is a big one. Um, It definitely makes me, I wouldn't say switch off, but it's, it's cup filling for sure Um, and I've started doing a lot more local well interstate local as in Australia Mm -hmm. um, weekend trips I just went to uh, Dalesford the other weekend and it was just bliss so I've got a few coming up um, hopefully Tasmania and Sydney some areas around Sydney Um, but yeah so travel getting out into nature feeling a bit grounded um, that's what I love doing but also on the weekend I am a brunch person, love a good brunch. So um, always out with uh, my girlfriends uh, on the weekend. Um, and sometimes it's just chilling and watching Netflix and binging. Like I have already binged all that you can binge in younger. Oh, and cannot wait for that. Oh, my gosh. Um, every, every Thursday I'm like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> 
I know. I just want to know. Is it Charles or Josh or like oh, no, no one? <laughs> are you Josh or are you Charles? Oh, I don't know. We had a discussion <laughs> about this in the office because originally I was team Charles, but then some really strong arguments have been put forward. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want it to be with anyone. I don't want <laughs> to, you know, end the series and just be like, YOLO, I'm going to go see my daughter and live my life and I don't need no man. Probably. Um, That's probably a good yeah, one. Yeah, I, I can see it going that way. Because um, one of the girls in the office made a good point that Charles, as sweet as he is, he doesn't, you know, he's not always like um, making her be the best version of, her, of herself um, and he's always tr- almost dragging her down, like let me be the bigger yeah, look, I'll of, look after you. Yeah, yeah. And then Josh is fun and super respectful, but again, doesn't meet her maybe at her level. So, yeah, mm. I don't know. I, I do kind enjoy of, There Josh, has to be Josh. some changes. Yeah, I do enjoy Josh. <laughs> I, I like Josh. Um, He's quite good looking. <laughs> oh, he is very good looking. Yes. Um, Oh, yeah, we'll see. But that's, <laughs> I love a good Netflix binge. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so travelling, seeing my girlfriends, um, getting out on the weekend, seeing the sunshine, obviously picnics galore that I do. I picnic a lot, um, hence why the summer co is also here yeah. and doing picnic rugs. Um, <laughs> perfect, the perfect combo. <laughs> yeah, I love a cheese board. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Netflix binging, but that's kind of what I do for my uh, filling of my cup. I love it. Actually, the next question just happened to be, I knew that you, um, that travel was one of your passions. Um, and I was going to ask you what, where have you been and what's still on the list? Oh God, my memory is shocking. It's like, I've got too much information in my brain at the moment. (laughs) Too many tabs um, open. So many places. Yeah. I'm like, definitely too many tabs open. (laughs) The the girls in here are always shocked at my computer. I'm like, that's my brain. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I've been to lots of places, um, but definitely I've lived in the UK twice, um, travelled Europe, um, I'm not going to say extensively, but I've spent a lot of time in Italy. Italy is one of my favourite places um, and foods, naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, love a good carb. <laughs> and <laughs> um, yeah, so Europe, I do have a special love for Europe. Um US, we obviously go there for trade shows. So I'm in New York and LA uh, normally a lot and I've grown to love LA. At first, I, you know, it wasn't so much me. I'm not a big city person. Um, so yeah, major cities and don't really do it for me. I love getting out and exploring um, the outer skirts and um, finding random places. Like I definitely, I saw on Instagram, uh, one of our stalkers the other day had said something about Chesky Cromwell, which is this little uh, beautiful town in um, Czech Republic. And I have the most random, crazy death story. Um, <laughs> and she was like, I have one too. I'm like, oh my God. Um, so, you know, just, yeah, getting out and off the beaten um, path is definitely my bag. Um, but yeah, I've done a lot of Europe, Italy, um, gosh, I need to just get a map up. But yes, um, one of the scratch maps where you can scratch each little bits off. Yeah, I'm just going to actually pull up world map. But um, <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I've done, I've tr- attempted to go to Canada twice and there's ah. been um, like a particular path in Canada and there's been, um, one of them was a, the bushfires 
Oh. And what was the other thing? Oh, I can't remember. But something else, we got there and we have to turn around <gasps> because um couldn't go. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's still so on the list. I'm, yeah, itching to get to Canada. Uh, I really want to do a road trip uh, through Canada. And believe it or not, I haven't been to New Zealand. Oh. So, New, yeah, New Zealand is massively on the list. Um, Underachievable got, right now. I know. I'm like, so that's oh, exciting. It's, it's meant to be. It's because I've been <laughs> traveling so far from home. Yeah. Um, lots of, I guess, Europe and US-ish area. Um, I'd love to get to Africa. Oh, yes. One day. But, yeah, next on my list is definitely New Zealand and Canada. Beautiful. We spoke about you said you worked um, in the UK. Um, can you tell us what kind of work you did there? I understand there was some pretty big um, companies that you worked for. So what was the experience like um, working overseas? Yeah, I loved living in London. Um, my family background's actually uh, English, so mm-hmm. it's very easy for me to go and luckily live and work over there. Um, but yeah, so I finished my degree and somehow landed a very much Devil's Wears Prada role um, in magazines over there. At the time, it was called IPC Media, which was one of the largest publishing houses there. And um, Australian design standards are just so high that you could go over there and um, land these pretty senior roles straight out of uni, which was just insane to me. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. So I was in the advertorial department there and that meant basically managing large titles like um, InStyle, Marie Claire, um, their big magazine of theirs, Look, um, and a massive titles and then also the clients that were trying to do ads in the mag but wanted it to look like it was a story so our whole department managed both the editorial and the ad clients so I had um, Ikea, Westfield, Ford um, you know that was good and um, (laughs) yeah lots of uh, big I think it was Avon lots of big brands um between the two which so it's an awesome awesome opportunity to kind of be thrown into that world but yeah that's the way I describe it very much devil's worst product yes like all the samples all the, like everything <laughs> it was incredible um and just had such a great experience whilst I lived there yeah. um yeah so the second time I went back it was a bit of a different story I think they'd been hit hard um a little bit and they a lot of jobs were going straight to you know locals and having international people roll up wasn't exactly their priority um Mm -hmm. in work so I was doing a lot of freelance branding um work when I went there the second time because IPC unfortunately got I think it got bought out um still a really big publishing house but their whole they shook up their whole um way of working obviously magazines have really struggled over the last little while so it was dream job while it lasted um but yeah sadly that industry is changing a little bit and going a bit more digital isn't it yes yeah no wonder you're um into younger because it sounds like you could definitely relate uh to the girls in that (laughs) 
Yes. Um, or the bowl type. Just if get, you've me, be right one. back. Just going to go, oh, my God, I love the bowl type. Yeah. Just going to go create our own um, TSC show. Yes. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> so um, do you think that your experience with that has helped you um, run your business the way you do today? Yeah, look, I think um, it was, one, very good design experience, um, but two, really good client management. I was really thrown into the deep end with client management. Um, Thankfully, when I was going through uni, I worked as a medical receptionist for about five years, and that role kind of made me, uh, and you would have, I've kind of spoken about mental health a little bit during that time and experience in my life, but Uh, you're kind of forced to figure out how to work with different personalities and um, also try to understand what someone else might be going through just as you're talking to them so that you can respond in an appropriate way. So, um, yeah, then going into the UK and then having different uh, ways of doing things and massive clients. So from the client side as well, I think that was really great to um, start learning how to, you know, not necessarily be a good boss but just figure out who you are in that mix and how is the appropriate um what's appropriate way to talk to different people so twofold design yes but also really starting to understand like go through the self-growth like I was so young I was early 20s Mm -hmm. um and yeah that client side so that was that was a really good um path in my life and then I think maybe it was the second time when I came back from the UK that's when I started my business so yeah yeah perfect well we I was just about to speak about that what were the feelings that you had when you did go and do it by yourself start your own business because it can be quite nerve-wracking going from you know a wage to now it's all about it's all you oh yeah I did it slowly so I took um quite a few years I think at least three and a bit years and I just started to um I was freelancing so I think I'm trying to like go back in my life timeline (laughs) Um, timeline. (laughs) when I came back yeah when I came back from the UK the second time I I just kept my um freelancing and had my own uh clients by this point it was a lot of word of mouth um had some regulars and that was fine but it wasn't giving me that true fulfillment of what I wanted to be doing um so yeah I started doing that and then I put the feelers out with wedding stationery and I started to get a really good response so I think I was just doing it nights weekends and then I moved to a day a week two days a week and then I landed an agency gig because I was a bit over doing freelancing uh, heading up the design department there and slowly also moving into the digi side of things um and then at the same time yeah it was building the business up to the side with different products so I'd gone from wedding stationery at this point to adding in cards I started doing trade shows like life in style um just tiny tiny little stands with greeting cards and then yeah, at some point along the way, it did take a while. Um, I think I was in the agency role for at least three years there. So, yeah, it must have been four four or so years until I made the leap, um, even more, five. But, yeah, it was more progressive, so I just slowly build it up. But I worked my butt off. Um, it was definitely not an overnight success. 
I did the hard yards, um, put everything into it. So learnt a lot. Wasn't not saying that you should do that. <laughs> I think there's definitely a um, working smarter, not harder mentality. But man, I have learnt a lot to now get to this point, exactly where I feel I should be. Um, so I don't do that as much anymore. <laughs> I don't work. I do work hard. Don't get me wrong. I do work hard. Everyone around me is like, you're a crazy woman. But <laughs> for my standards, I don't work as hard as what I used to. Like I used to work every night till midnight, um, all weekend. Yeah, I was not giving myself breaks. Um, but now, no, I give myself the breaks. I need it now. Um, I'm getting too old. Um, <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so that's kind of how it started. Making that jump uh, is hard and I am a um, risk taker but also calculated risk. So I made it when I was ready rather than being like, YOLO, let's do it. (laughs) Not like the shop situation. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, when when you... um, get a bit bigger as well I think it makes it easier like you can weigh up bigger risks yeah that's fine we'll start as a pop-up but um Uh, yeah I wouldn't enter into like a five-year lease and then be like oh that was the wrong move yes Um, yeah so it's just more educated risks really is that's where I'm at so permission to toot your own horn what do you think is oh, the God. biggest, what's the, big, your biggest <laughs> achievement to date in the Somewhere Co? Oh, my God. I feel like we have had so many massive wins and you surpassed, um, you know, what I even dreamed of in a way. Like I dreamt of this, but also I think I was holding myself back. Um, I would say one of the biggest things Um, and I'm sure some business owners here can relate. Um, We went from three people to currently almost 20 and we're going to be doubling again this year um, because we've got a few other things up our sleeves. Um, I think that growth in staff can be challenging and I am going to toot my horn and say, During a wild time, um, I've managed to keep everyone sane, (laughs) for one, but also feel really valued and, um, you know, we have just the most amazing team. I don't think that's so super easy to do when there's so much chaos going on with new things being thrown at everyone. I think it's really easy for that to spiral and I, I think I've managed to bring on a beautiful team and create a awesome culture um, in such a short time. So I'm going to toot my horn with that because that is challenging and where I love my team and uh, I know that they love working here and that makes me really happy. Oh, you can definitely tell. And it's actually so great that you have said that because it's a perfect segue because the next thing I was going to go into was how fabulous your team is and that it is growing. Uh-huh. Um, you, yeah. When I, you know, I see you on your socials and everyone is so um, you know, so enthusiastic. They're having so much fun. It's really beautiful to watch. You can definitely tell that everyone is so thrilled to be working, uh, working with you. So can you take us through, um, even though it's huge now, your crew, but can you take us through a few of, um, a few of the people in your girl yeah. gang? So 
everyone would have seen Kate. Kate is the one with the funky hair. Yes. Um, we actually had someone come in the office today like, oh, I know who you are. I see you on Instagram stories. She's like, oh, I'm always so famous. It's, um, she gets bailed up in coffee shops. It's, it's pretty hilarious. so funny you say that because I was a bit starstruck because I was in Brizzy um, and I saw her at a coffee shop and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I felt like she was a Did bit of a celeb. That? No, I didn't because I was like, oh, Kelsey, that's so creepy. <laughs> but I did, I, I think I messaged, you know, on Instagram or something. like, oh, you should have said hi. I'm like, oh, it's a bit weird. You know, she's there with her kids. <laughs> so, yeah, she does. She is a bit of a celeb with it because she's so stylish. Yeah, I know. She is. <laughs> um, but, so, Kate, um, I have known, we've, we go way back. We were friends before I brought her into the business. Um uh, from like when we were 18 oh, wow. so yeah so she had a bit of a background um in the makeup industry and is just a really good person and um uh, when blushing confetti was in its infancy and I was like I need some extra help do you want to come and work for me she was like oh fine okay for a little <laughs> bit but I'm starting my own gig um, so she had her own um business as well doing kids shoes which still exists but um Definitely, uh, she's a huge asset in our business. So Kate's been along for the ride from like not the very beginning, but about three years in. So um, she does our she's our sales manager. So she manages all wholesale and um, our now retail store. So that's Kate. Tasha, you would have also seen on Instagram. She's been with the team for. Think she's coming out three years um she has progressed in a few different roles as happens with small business but she started as our social media coordinator I think it was and then now she's moved into an ops role like a digi ops role and she's changing again this year to be a bit more niche so um yeah she's a lot of fun in our office <laughs> she um, is I love her <laughs> She's our, I don't want to, no, I won't say that. But, um, <laughs> she's definitely our stylish, um, what generation is she? Gen, is she Gen Z? She's one of the younger team members um, <laughs> here, but yes, she hopefully will be us for, for a long while. Um, and then we've introduced quite a few different roles into the business. So we've so got many. Sarah, who um, you'd see on social media a lot. So she manages it with me. Um who else do we have? We have our gorgeous store team. Um, love the girls out there. So Jordan, Jemima, Izzy, Emma. God, I can't even name anyone. Everyone. Yeah, you have so many list, now. But, um, <laughs> but beautiful, beautiful store team. Um, we also introduced Molly to come in and help with all our wholesale accounts because we just want to make sure part of our brand values is making sure uh, that we are showing up for um, our stockists and being super accountable. So she's come in to help us do that. Um, who well, else do you. we have? I feel like I've forgotten um, people. <laughs> this is Apologies for anyone who's forgotten. We still yes, love you. <laughs> um, and we're also hiring at the moment for a few key roles in the business. So um, I know, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, lots going on. That's why I thought I'm like, oh, where is the link to recruitment? Because it looks like an amazing spot for to work. <laughs> Well, I'm like, come join us, people. But I'm recruiting for really tricky roles as well. Uh-huh. So oh, it might be very... interesting. Yeah, so I can take off my 20 hats that I yeah. can't wear. And <laughs> then just have 19. Like... <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, 
So yeah, looking forward to that. But yeah, no, we've got a growing team. Um, everyone's super passionate about what they do. Um, we're very clear on what we do in here and yeah, strong values are very, there's a, we worked hard on our company values and live and breathe that in here. So we have a lot of fun, but everyone works super hard. Sometimes you don't see that, but um, yes, very hard. Oh my God. I just, I didn't mention all our warehouse team. So all the girls who come in and pick and pack, mm-hmm. um, they are a hoot. So Caitlin and Charlotte, um, and Ian now we've got a guy we have oh. a guy <laughs> yes yeah so that's our goal this year is to hire more guys uh. um, as well as much as we love our lady team even it um, out no yeah we've got to make this a bit more um more got more guys coming in yeah. so that's our aim brilliant but yeah so and I know you like to now. you like to treat your employees and you do a lot of team building throughout the year um, with a big focus on, like you said, fun and family. So why why is that an important thing for you? Um, well, first of all, I just love it. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of joy out of doing things like that. Um, but I really am huge and um, there's a, I can't spill the beans. There's a few things coming out in later in the year where I'm currently brainstorming of how do we keep the connection as we grow. That is very, very important to me. Like I don't want to lose touch um, with people that are coming into my business. I want them to, you know, understand and feel why we do what we do. And, you know, also having the team events each month brings us closer together because we have different divisions. Like not everyone works closely with each other. Um, We also have a team text message. We have separate like maths chats. Um, you know (laughs) maths that's funny it's over I'm sad me too Um, (laughs) sounds like a very similar um tv watching style (laughs) yes sounds like it um but yeah so it's just important to maintain that connection um so that we are all working on towards the same vision and no one's being left behind. No one's not understanding why we're doing something. Um, And as we grow, that is a huge emphasis for me um, to make sure that someone's not just out, not really understanding why we do what we do. We're not bringing out products just for the sake of products. Like there's way more to it. Um, And we want to make sure that everyone's on the same page as as well, which is why we live and breathe our company values too. So yeah, but I just love, I love having a bit of fun. I love yes. the team having fun and, um, you know, we work so bloody hard. We need to offset that and make sure that we have fun while we're doing it. So, yeah, that yeah. is brilliant. I, I think that is fantastic. You do such a great job. And like you said uh, at the start um, of the podcast that, you know, you've worked really hard to achieve that. So you have done brilliantly in that. So talking Thank about you. the products, <laughs> Um, every single thing that you bring out, I am in love with. Where do you find oh. the inspiration for the designs as well as the product? So you did mention, you know, every product has a, a purpose behind it, but some of your designs yeah. are just, uh, you know, gorgeous. So where do you find the inspiration? So, well, you've got two questions in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but with it, <laughs> I'll try, I will try remember both. Um <laughs> With the prints, as you know, we work with a lot of artists. So sometimes we let them um, take us somewhere because it's not always the best outcome by saying, here's a a very firm brief, follow this. It's a lot of working with the artists with their style, maybe saying a colour, 
um, palette and some loose references. So for example, our last collection was going to be focused around travel. Um, it was called A Road Less Travelled. So um, it would be influenced from the London maps or um, Morocco or whatever it was going to be each season, um, but letting them also take us on a bit of a journey too. So, and then bringing it together. So we start our prints like, way earlier in the year so that we can try bring a really strong collection together um and that's a mixture of stuff we're doing in-house and also with the artists and we try and just complement what the artists are bringing to us as well um so that's that we normally are just feeling like covid it made sense we were hanging maybe it was just not we it was me hanging to go um traveling and knowing that that was not going to be a thing anymore I wanted to really try bridge that gap and uh, bring out a collection that you felt like oh that reminds me of that piece of the world so that was the uh, thought process around that and yeah then we just kind of put it out to the artists and let them also have some freedom Um, but in terms of products we're really listening to our community Uh, so Sometimes I'll bring out things because I just want to try it and I personally want it and love it. Other times I'm like, guys, what do you want? So we're bringing out a product this year, won't spill it yet, um, (laughs) that the only reason it's coming out is because we've been requested so many times to bring it out. Um, Yes, but the wine cooler is an example. I brought that out because (laughs) I was going to mention that. (laughs) I take mine everywhere. I go, I do use our lunch satchels, but I don't use it super often. I can be naughty and buy a lot of lunch. Um, But a wine cooler, oh my God, I take it every weekend to like friends things because I'm taking my wine, a little cup, something else. Um, so I brought that out because it was a practical thing for me to use and then I'd hope that other people wanted it. Um, they did, so that was a win. Um, but, yeah, it's more the picnic rug came about. Um, I was visiting my family in Perth and we went to a winery, funnily enough. I, I must be – I'm very into wine, clearly. And, um, Who isn't? Yeah, we went to this beautiful winery in WA and there. I was like, why don't we start doing picnic rugs? Because it's like – no, no, I don't have a nice one to sit on and they're all kind of ugly and not pretty. Mm-hmm. So um, I said about starting to create a design that, um, you know, everyone could love and carry, you know, it's easy and, yeah. So there's always a backstory normally for why we bring something out, but other times it's just because you guys are like, give us this. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm listening, I'll do it. That's um, great. But yeah, other yeah, other times we're just looking and being like, that would be really cool to make. So um in our our own way. So yeah, we've got a we've got something up our sleeves this year and I cannot wait to release it. It's been on the back burner for a long time. Thankfully we've just uh, welcomed Holly into the team. I didn't mention Holly before. Um, <laughs> to come and help me with design um so it means we can bring out things faster rather than me being like two years ago (laughs) we really need to do this and then slowly but surely bring it out oh Um, I'm so so excited so excited hopefully by the time this podcast goes out it might be out whatever it is that you are talking about I'm excited I feel like you're gonna love it Oh, I probably de- well, I feel like you're going to love it. I definitely will. I know that I will. <laughs> I haven't not yeah. liked anything yet. 
<laughs> so let's play a little game of I call it fave, flop, and flu. So it's about your product. So what product is your favorite to date? What product flopped, if any? I highly doubt it, but oh maybe. no, we had flops. Okay, <laughs> you just we don't, you don't see them, do you? And then what product flew off the shelves? Um, my fave, God, fave is hard. Um, I love a lot of products, but I'm going to stick with the wine cooler because I because I use that a lot and the midi cooler, wine and midi cooler. Um, purely out of usage. That doesn't mean that the others are not my favourite, um, but love them a lot. Um, <laughs> flops. Oh, my God. I've got to think back. There's been so many flops. <laughs> um, well, they've just maybe not been flops. They've just been challenges, lots of challenges. Um, the baby bags are very challenging, the ones that Livy and Harry started with. Um, I think... Not it, a level of it would have been because I haven't had a baby yet. Um, but, yeah, when you get products with faults, that's my worst nightmare. So we've had a couple faults along the way. Um, back in the day in Blushing Confetti I brought out, I was gung-ho on bringing out things that were so wild that no one's done before, no one's tested before. I'm like, let's do it. And then here I am, I'm like polishing marble in my garage and, sticking things to brass and it's just it was not a good time oh, gosh. um I am a little inventor but I've really had to let go of some of the inventing because it sometimes is not not a good time um yeah the, so there's not been flops they've just been learnings I just don't really see much as a flop but yeah when there's faults oh that's that's <laughs> oh. where I'm like kill me now yeah that's hard. um yeah, but other than that, no, everything, you know, there's better performing products than others. That's that's a natural thing to happen. Um, it's just aligning expectations and knowing that that might only cater to a certain audience. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely been challenges. Always. The way. <laughs> that makes it fun. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and what then one surprised you that just flew? Yeah. Oh. I think the reusable shopping bags when we brought them out. Oh, we brought yes. them out a long time ago. And um, as one of the girls in the team mentioned it, she's like, I think we should start doing this because we were moving more into um, an eco space. And uh, I thought, like, oh, I don't know, really? And um, so it's the one product that I question everything else, um, no, but that one I did and it surprised me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, um, they're so extremely popular now like you absolutely need them so yeah so it's definitely exactly. there's no no yeah, other options exactly. so yeah she was bang on whoever said we, that <laughs> yeah I think we brought them out while there was still plastic bags so yes. we were like back fresh bringing them out um yeah. so yeah that that surprised me hmm. oh that's good surprises are always good yeah. <laughs> so along with the 42,000 other people that love to follow on your socials, I am one of them. Um, <laughs> I know in our business, I find the socials can sometimes be a little bit exhausting. So how do you find managing uh, the social side of your business? Oh, look, it definitely can. And that's why you'll see me sometimes come in and out um, and come in and only talk about specific things. I used to do everything myself, everything. And um, 
you just don't have the time to do everything else that you need to do. So uh, thankfully, Sarah, it was previously Tasha, came in to help. Um, so a lot of the feed gets done by uh, Sarah. And then I just kind of have the, the responsibility of jumping in and doing stories when suits. So that has definitely helped me structure my days and not be super like, oh, I haven't done a post. I need to do a post. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I would have I would have felt the drain way too much or there'd be nothing up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I love being a bit more organic and um, that's why I pop on when I can and um, I'm going to be trying to do a lot more of that in the next little while, as we, especially as we get some of these new uh, roles in place so that I can talk to everyone a bit more and because I definitely love, love hearing when people are asking us for products and um, what prints they might want and engaging and talking to our community is big for me. So uh, figuring out how I can do that a lot more is on my radar. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, and do you have any, do you have any go-to Instagram feeds uh, personally or in your biz life that inspire you? Cause I know you're, you're very fashionable. You always look gorgeous. Do you have <laughs> oh, any, <laughs> and your ear, you know, you always have stylish earrings and your outfits. So <laughs> do you have any go-to feeds that, you know, just light you up? Oh, that's hard. I feel like I don't have time. Um, <laughs> like I am on social a lot and I, I see a lot of brands and we're exposed to a lot, but I'm not, I don't really pay attention too much. Um, you know, every now and again, I'll see a cute photo and we'll save it. Um, never go back to it, of course. Um, yes. <laughs> so not too much. Um, I just am, I am exposed to so much. I don't really retain a lot. Um, I think that's also why I try to keep you know, you can sometimes put something in, in the back of your subconscious when you're creating products. So I try to avoid that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I don't tend to kind of scroll too much, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I more go on to see what my friends are doing and um, what the team's doing and more personal stalking. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, that's totally fine. <laughs> Do you have any style icons? Like I said, you're very stylish. So is there any um, brands that you love or that you always go to oh or God. boutiques that you shop at? Oh, there'd be so many, so many. <laughs> Where to even begin? Um, obviously, I do wear a lot of Gorman. I love Gorman. Oh, yes. Um, their whole team kind of wears Gorman. And um, we love the JRC girls, the Jericho Road. We also wear a lot of Jericho Road um so yes those two um we wear a lot of different earring brands and we stock them so like a meldo yes um we're a lot of kingston coming soon to tsc um yeah very excited um martha jean so lots earrings are definitely our thing we um we not only stock the brands that we're passionate about in the store and online um but yeah we wear a lot of them um But in terms of what I wear, yeah, I'm strange. I love a bit of Gorman. I love Seed. I love Country Road. Um, but I love obviously walking into a boutique. Like I was in Dalesford the other weekend and um, oh, they stocked some beautiful brands. So, yeah, lots of boutiques stock just this really amazing products. I've worn a hat. I don't wear hats. And I now wear hats. And it was a Will and Bear hat. So, oh, yeah, yes, I, I love feel Will like, and Bear. 
oh my god I but like I wouldn't have been exposed to them so much without walking into a boutique so yeah absolutely um yeah it's a bit of mixture of everything really but that's where I sit with what I wear I love I do love buying a fun um print but I'm big on my red lips earrings and then yeah, fun, fun dresses and then seed in country road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. And yeah. with because I know that you love a red lip. So why do you like yeah. it so much? How does it make you feel? What what does it give you a bit of uh, what vibe does it give you? Oh look, it's it brings out my eyes, so that's why I love it. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> but no, sometimes if I'm having a really um I wouldn't say a bad day, but if I really needed a bit of a power pose moment, I do love a red lip to bring that like powerful pop. Um, yeah, no, it's just, I've always loved a red lip. <laughs> I know, it, it's, it's my pop. It's my thing that um, even if I'm feeling down, I can put it on and sometimes not pretend, but just like, well, maybe it is pretend. <laughs> maybe until you make it. Um, but yeah. You pull it off so well. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, my pleasure. So what we've spoken a lot and we're coming to the end. Where do you see um, the Somewhere Co. in a couple of years' time? Or is it just so much that you couldn't even put it out to the world just yet? (laughs) Yeah, look, I feel like we have been on this crazy roller coaster and we're already where I thought we would be down the line. So. Mm who knows um yeah I think there's a lot coming up this year which we'll share in um when is this podcast going live (laughs) oh I haven't decided yet could be a couple of weeks it could be a month (laughs) oh um there's going to be something announced in the next two months Uh uh-huh um but yeah we've we've obviously starting to do a bit of international expansion so we've just launched our U.S website quietly today so no one really knows that yet but um yeah so us just trying to um let our us customers have a bit of a better experience and yes and big announcements coming up in two months but i can't share it just (laughs) that is okay (laughs) i will i will hold and wait i'll be keeping an eye on the socials and on my emails (laughs) so with every guest ellen i play a game called the kaleido quickie to finish up so what i ask you to do is just choose i have a little box of games so that from one to four so you choose a number and it coincides with the game and then we'll go from there. So what number would you like between one and four? Uh, three. Three. Everyone chooses three. I've swapped them around this oh. season <laughs> so that I can get different games. Oh, good. <laughs> so excellent. your game is, um, are you into music? Oh, I'm terrible with names. <laughs> terrible is, with names. That's okay. Like next level. <laughs> so I what, am into music, love music, but okay. like, if you're asking me who sings what, I'm probably going to fail. It's not a quiz. Okay, it's not a quiz. <laughs> what okay. it is, is I pull out a little piece of paper and you need to tell me the song that comes to mind when I say this uh, example. So for example, if I said dancing in the kitchen, what song would you be dancing to in the kitchen? <laughs> might have to do a little uh some examples all right so i'm gonna pull out my first piece of paper (laughs) hopefully i'm quick-witted enough for this yeah okay are you ready oh the first one the first one actually is dancing in the kitchen (laughs) i just pulled that out oh my god so what are you dancing Um, in the kitchen to i am 
loving when I'm in the kitchen, probably a top top 50 Australian hits. Mm-hmm. This is a loose answer. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's okay. Because I am cranking it out loud. Um, it's normally quite boppy, but that's that's me in, in the kitchen. Obviously, okay. it's different mm-hmm. elsewhere. Like, what about? Other times it's more just acoustic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about a girl's night out? Oh, uh, definitely like bangers back in the day so anywhere maybe not 80s maybe 2000 the thousands Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bangers all right and the last one is what have I got when you go for a run are you much of a runner exercise never never (laughs) um I walk walk that's right what do you listen to what do you listen to while you are off for a walk I listen to a lot of acoustic music um yeah but otherwise podcasts really but yeah acoustic music uh-huh perfect well that was all it wasn't too tricky was it that little one yeah I was like I still don't know anyone's names I'll just say categories <laughs> I didn't ask you to do like an example so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks oh, I'd be no. like oh let me just quickly look at my phone oh yeah that song <laughs> that's so funny so thank you so much this is the end of our chat it's been such a pleasure getting to know you um and talking to you real life and Instead of just uh, by order forms <laughs> so it has yes. been really brilliant thank you again for your time um, if you could please remind everyone where we can find you um, on your socials and your website and that is it from us thanks so much for having me I've loved the chat um, it's a great Friday afternoon uh, pick me up before we go for a team drink yeah oh um, yes but yes <laughs> you can find the Sunway Co at we're just at the Sunway Co um, and our website is the sunwayco.com easy easy so easy so everyone go and follow them they're heaps of fun um and obviously hopefully we'll be getting whatever is to come on our shelves I'm really excited I think you're gonna love this (laughs) I'm very excited very excited I know I will Kaleidocast is proudly brought to you by our Kaleido community membership If you are feeling a little depleted from doing all the things, mm mm-hmm, I'm feeling ya, and you are dreaming of a virtual safe space where you can ease your connection cravings and ask, laugh, learn, support, and score big, yep, that's free stuff like every month, and that's only the beginning. And you would like to see a little more of some of the ladies you have heard here on the potty join the fabulous women already in and become the next valued member of our colourful tribe. I'll see you in there. I'll bring the wine. Thank you so much from the bottom of my colourful heart for popping us in your ears today and giving us some of your valuable time. We really, really appreciate that beyond words. However, if you'd like to earn bonus points with us, of course you do, then please leave us a review on the app that you're listening to us on right now. That really helps us reach more beautiful ladies just like yourself. Also, if you want to jump onto our socials and use the hashtag Kaleidocast with a K, we would be so appreciative if you would share us with your friends and tag us in your stories when you're listening to us. And don't forget, we're also your gifting go-to gals and we have shelves stocked to the brim with smile-inducing, bright, eco-conscious, everyday wares to fit every fun-loving family just like yours. So next time you need help with gifting goodies for her, him and Minnie, we are here. We got you. Thanks again. We love you to the moon and back.